This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L. It fuses streaming and free-to-air TV into a single experience, which means you don't have to go in and out of apps to discover content you'll love. Hubble, it's TV and streaming made easy. Good morning. I'm Alice Dempster. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Friday the 25th of August. In your Squiz today... Questions over a former Putin ally's death, a glimpse into the future, Trump turns himself in, and heels take a step back. This is your squiz today. Yevgeny Prigozhin is a name that many squizzers would be familiar with. We've mentioned him a lot in recent times. And now he's presumed dead after his personal jet crashed during a flight from Moscow to St. Petersburg. But before we get into that, Claire, let's just regroup on why Prigozhin's a notable figure. Yeah, I think that's a good shout. He has been the leader of Russia's Wagner Group, and it's the private militia that has been doing a lot of Russia's heavy lifting in Ukraine. Uh, They've been involved in some of the bloodiest battles there. But before that, Prigozhin was in prison and he got out and he was selling hot dogs in St. Petersburg. He came across Russian president. President Vladimir Putin and became his chef. And the pair were close. They were associates that led Prigozhin to be able to lead an outfit like Wagner. Uh, But in the first half of this year, Prigozhin turned into a huge critic of the Russian government and the military's handling of its invasion of Ukraine. And that led him to launch a mutiny against Moscow a couple of months ago. And to say that didn't please Putin is a bit of an understatement. Since then, Prigozhin was called a dead man walking. So there are many analysts who weren't surprised to hear that the plane that he was on crashed yesterday. It's very hard to get external confirmation of something that happens within Russia's borders, particularly something like this. So there is a lot of speculation around. Russia's Civil Aviation Agency confirmed that Prigozhin's name was on the plane's passenger list, along with six other passengers and three crew. There are claims that the plane was shot down by the Russian military, and some people, though, on the other side, believe that he maybe has faked his own death in order to flee. But many analysts do reckon that an assassination that's been ordered by Putin is the most likely explanation. And overnight, Putin spoke on Russian TV. He sent his condolences to the families of the crash victims. He said, and this is his quote, I knew Prigozhin for a long time. He had a difficult path and made serious mistakes in his life, but he got results for himself and when I asked him. We've been building up to this all week, Claire. Treasurer Jim Chalmers released Australia's intergenerational report yesterday and it's given us a bit of a hint of what could be in store for Aussies in 40 years' time. Yeah, so 2063, Alice, if you can picture it. (laughs) um, Australia's population will have reached 40.5 million people, they reckon. Uh, We'll also be, of course, a lot older and there will be a need for care and support that 
need will be really pressing on the federal budget. Uh, Chalmers says that on top of that, the integration of things like new technologies, uh, also climate change and a risky geopolitical environment. We've just talked about Russia. They're all part of that. Um, it will change how Australians live, work and engage with the world. And even though our economy will be bigger on our current run rate, the federal budget is set to be in deficit for the next 40 years. Um, that is, for every year, for the next 40 years, the government would spend more than it takes in. So this is a conversation starter about tax and the government's spending priorities. The idea of the report is that it informs policymakers of what could happen if we don't make changes now. So there is still some time for improvement. Claire, it's been a big 24 hours for former US President Donald Trump. He's turning himself in this morning at about 9.30am our time after being charged with crimes related to his efforts to overturn the election results in Georgia. That was something that he was required to do by Friday local time. So he's done that with a day to spare. It's a procedural requirement that's linked to George's case against him. And while there hasn't been a mugshot released from the three other criminal cases that he's involved in, we can get set for that in this case. Uh, you mentioned a big day, Alice. Before that, the Republican Party's candidates for president took part in the first televised debate. Trump didn't participate in that, but he did loom large regardless because he's the front runner to be the party's candidate. Uh, that would be against President Joe Biden in a rerun next year. And at the same time as that debate, Trump aired his chat with former Fox News host Tucker Carlson. It racked up 100 million views on Twitter, or should we say the social media platform known as X. That was in its first four hours after it was released. The official Fox News numbers are yet to drop, but for context, a high watermark for debates was set back in 2016 with 24 million viewers. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more and get a great discount, visit NordVPN vpn.com forward slash squiz today. Qantas has posted a profit of $1.7 billion for the last financial year. It's the last reporting season for the airline's CEO, Alan Joyce, before he hands over to Vanessa Hudson in November. He's called the return to profit a substantial turnaround, Claire. 
And that's because Qantas posted an $860 million net loss a year ago. And Joyce says that the result that they've had this time around is down to the incredibly robust demand for travel. Uh, International airfares have jumped 10% on pre-pandemic levels. And there's a lot of discussion around at the moment about exactly when those sorts of prices might come down. But despite the results, the airline's high ticket prices and its pre-pandemic travel credit scheme. Uh, Customers, of course, have had payments that have been banked for cancelled flights. They've been hanging around for quite a while. Um, There's going to be a lot for Joyce to talk about when he fronts a Senate inquiry that's looking into cost of living concerns next Monday. And another company report card came through yesterday also. Nine Entertainment posted a 38% drop in its net annual profit down to $195 million. Aussie media companies really didn't feel the love last financial year with ad revenue tough to come by. If you're a fan of flat shoes, have we got some news for you. Online shopping data shows that post-pandemic, the popularity of high heels is on its way down. I can vouch for that anecdotally, Claire. I could probably count on one hand the number of times I've worn heels in the last couple of years. <laughs> I don't think I even need one hand. I can't. Re- I really can't remember. And of course, it's something that's apparently being sort of borne out across the world. Um, US market researcher NPD Group has done some study, and it found that the sale of high heels have dropped sixty-five percent. Uh, when you look at what happened in twenty twenty, it never really returned. From there, of course, the pandemic was such a big thing that really broke our habit when it came to wearing that kind of office wear, which is where a lot of people were wearing their heels. Uh, What the consultant from that firm said is that even though heels can make people feel good and make them walk in a very distinctive style, um, there is a confidence that comes with that. But when it comes to our sort of image and femininity, things have changed. Yeah, well, whatever it is, Claire, I'm just happy to get away with wearing sneakers everywhere. My sneaker collection is really robust now. (laughs) (laughs) That's robust. Well done, you. Friday lights, Claire. What have you got for us today? Well, I haven't had anything with those sort of Indian lovely spicy flavours for a while. It just occurred to me this week. So I'm really craving a chicken biryani and there's a really great Karen Martini recipe uh, from the good food site and it's a really good one. It takes a little bit of organising. It's a really lovely thing to cook though, so I'm looking forward to doing that. Mm, Nice. I'll pop the link to that one in the episode notes today too. Quiz the day, Claire. It would be remiss of me not to mention that it's International Dog Day tomorrow. Yes, I don't know whether we need to do anything great for our pooches, whether they'll notice (laughs) or not, but probably doesn't hurt to do something special for International Dog Day, I reckon. (laughs) A nice doggy biscuit or something, I think. Yeah, lovely. And you and Kate will also be back with Saturday Squiz tomorrow as well. Yeah, there's been quite a few significant news stories around this week. We've mentioned a couple of them today. So Kate and I are going to wrangle all of that. Um, Also some really good recommendations to go through. Yeah, good one to grab a coffee with and have a listen to tomorrow morning. Have a great Friday and weekend and we'll be back with you on Monday. Hi there, it's Bryce from Squiz Kids, the daily news podcast for small people. March is Women's History Month and we're celebrating over on our socials. 
Every weekday this month, we're throwing the spotlight on a different iconic woman from Australia's rich history. Follow us on Instagram via the handle at SquizKids to learn the backstories of some incredible Aussie women. And together, honour their legacies.